0: Doom, 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 This is the Running the Narrow Path podcast episode number 64. Windswept. Hello everyone. Welcome to join me on... A on another (laughs) Sunday afternoon run uh, that is supposed to be 15 kilometers today also. Last week I did uh, 18 kilometers for my long run uh, which went very well. Today I'm cutting back a little bit, and next week will be <laughs> uh, close to the half marathon distance. I, I hope. Uh, it's a rather nice afternoon, but it's uh, it's very very windy, so <laughs> I have no idea whether this. Uh, recording will be use usable. I have no idea if I can use this for my podcast and I have to retie my my shoe. There, there we are okay. Uh, yeah well seeking shelter from the wind in the forest is not an option this season, of course, uh, uh, it is hunting season, and even though they will not hunt uh, runners, uh, it's unnecessary to uh, to be in the woods, really. So I will be running <laughs> uh, very, very windy fields later on, it's, uh, yeah, I'll be fine. The sun is shining and it's around 10 10 degrees, Uh, that's 50 Fahrenheit, or maybe even a few degrees above that. So it's pleasant if, if it wasn't for the wind. <laughs> I'm starting out with the wind at my back, which might be a bad idea since I will have to face the wind for the second half after turning around. Uh, yeah, we'll see there are not many green leaves left now most of them are yellow orange or or red just a few ones that still are green and yeah we've had a couple of nights with frost not not very many but but a few most leaves are still on the trees. But with the wind today, many of them will will drop. Uh, a lot of them have dropped already. But uh, it's quite nice with the colors. This will probably be a shorter a shorter episode, Uh, but I felt that I wanted to share with you a horrific thing that happened in our town, Trollhättan, uh, last Thursday. Yeah, on Thursday last week, and today it's Sunday, so it's only a few days ago. Uh, I know it's been uh, on the news worldwide, so maybe you come across it. Uh, a, a masked man uh, entered a school with a sword and uh, actually killed two one student and one teacher and injured another student and another teacher. Yeah, th- this is a thing that uh, that shouldn't happen. It has been uh, upsetting for for everyone around here. Uh, the man, the attacker he was a man in his twenties, and uh, apparently, well, uh, let me say first that this has been uh, reported on the news a lot. With uh, uh, well, the reports hasn't always made sense and had said have said different things and also quite a few rumors around, but I'll share this from from my perspective, from what I understand, which may change when when more facts will be revealed. There was a man in his twenties, a racist apparently, that entered this school with kids in the, from first to ninth grade. Uh, he brought a sword and a, a knife, or several knives maybe. Uh, he was masked with a long coat and a helmet and a mask face mask looking a little bit like Darth, Darth Vader and he attacked uh, children and teachers with, with a sword stabbing them really uh, two, two students were injured and one of them unfortunately died the hospital later and he also attacked uh, a teacher that's injured in the hospital still and also a another adult who wasn't a teacher but an assistant for for the kids and he has become a hero now he was uh, one, maybe the only one, that uh, tried to stop the attacker, and from what they say he saved uh, saved some of the students, but unfortunately it cost him his own life. Uh, um, yeah the the police were at the at the scene uh, very quickly and uh, the attacker approached the police with his weapon so he was shot by the police and taken to hospital where he died later in the afternoon so there three three people killed and two injured in this um, in this attack when things like this happen, and I know it happens all around in the world and it is uh, as tragic and horrific wherever it takes place but When it is at a far distance, you can, uh, in a way, you can keep it away from you emotionally. You cannot, when it happens this close to you. My daughter's school is only a mile away from the attacked school. They heard sirens all day. And many of the kids there, in, in my daughter's school, have brothers and sisters in the attack school, and friends as well. So it comes really, really close. In all of this, it was fortunate that he, he entered with a sword and not with a gun because with a gun he could have uh, injured or killed a lot more people I guess. Another thing that seems to be fortunate is the time when he arrived at the school. because uh, ten minutes earlier the hallways and the corridors were filled with, with students, but when he arrived it wasn't as many around. And also the assistant that tried to, tried to stop him and did make a difference for the outcome. Yeah, what else can I tell you about all this? I uh, should tell you though that we, my family, my uh, near friends, are unharmed. I think physically unharmed, I should say. Emotionally, we are, <laughs> we are battered. I wanted to put this out if maybe some of you know my which my hometown is and have connected this school attack with with my area I wanted you to know a little bit of of what happened and my feelings about it police have apparently found uh, materials, letters and materials in the attacker's home that might explain his actions. I guess time and further investigations might reveal more facts than I... I might be back here later on with, uh, with new, uh, new thoughts, when, when circumstances around this will clear up a bit. Oh yeah, there was another thing that I wanted to say about the masked attacker with the sword. Apparently, because it's closing in on Halloween, people thought, and some kids found that to be a a really cool Halloween costume. And I have to say that I completely lost interest in halloween this year never really been interested in halloween it's not a swedish holiday it we never s- celebrated it when when i was a kid it was brought here yeah probably probably 20 years ago uh, halloween was brought here by by the shops, I think, to be able to uh, sell some Halloween stuff this time of year. And uh, for the kids growing, growing up now, it will probably be a, a tradition, but uh, it is in no way a Swedish tradition it 's imported, I guess most traditions are, but if you keep them long enough, they will develop to to become the the tradition of the of the country you 're in. Uh, Uh, Okay, so let's leave uh, uh, the school attack and talk about more pleasant things, like running. (laughs) My running is going great. I think I can handle a half marathon distance any day now. Uh, not not very fast or probably not even close to my PR times but uh, I think I'll handle the distance uh, which feels great uh, when thinking about the <laughs> upcoming events in November and December, and uh, yeah, even though my running for last week was cancelled, the weekday runs didn't happen because of uh, a lot of things going on. Yeah, I think I'll manage the 15k today and Oh, I'm supposed to run. And next week will be an even longer uh, weekend run. Yeah, okay. Uh, my planned journey is uh, booked. All the domestic flights and places to stay and everything is arranged and I'm really looking forward to, to it. Uh, as I said last time, I will start in, in Minnesota, visiting relatives. And I will participate in the Mustache uh, half-marathon in Minneapolis on November 28th, Uh, I think it's the 28th, yeah, Uh, which will be (laughs) a lot of fun. (laughs) If anyone listening is planning on being there, Look me up if you, can, if you can find me. I guess everyone will have a mustache, so that's probably not a good thing to identify me by. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably be in a yellow jacket. <laughs> what else is there to talk about? need to wrap this up I think because I'm turning into the wind and uh, it's a fairly large area of open fields which uh, (laughs) makes the wind catch up or speed up I should say and uh, interfere with the recording and (laughs) probably also with my running. As I will start out with the wind from coming from my left side, and then <laughs> I'll turn into the wind later on. If I find some more sheltered areas, I'll record some more. Otherwise, it's uh, over and out. And talk to you later. See you. Bye-bye. Okay, now I just realized I took a wrong turn, so I had to turn around there and go back onto the main road for a little to run, a little further, because turning where I where I did will not make this loop long enough today. So that gives me some more time for recording here. Should probably give you an update on the electric channel project. I know some of you are interested in the progress. Uh, uh, I've been working on a, on a uh, fixture uh, thing. Don't know what to call it. Call it a, in Swedish. I'll call it a fixture for for the gluing, for uh, or a jig or a rig, maybe. Uh, it's made it as a little box that will fit around the, the body of the cello, and it's designed to. Uh, to hold the, the the fingerboard in the right position when I glue the neck and the body together uh, and a cello is a is complicated in the way that there are there are no uh, no flat surfaces and there are no 90 degree Angles anywhere, I think. So, this fixture box thing uh, <laughs> had to be designed in a way that fits all the angles the right way, and also quite difficult to measure out where where the fingerboard is going to line up to make the the bridge go and the strings end up in the right position. It's all a very interesting process to figure these things out but uh, it's time consuming constructing this box. And there will be no evidence of of the time or, or effort in the finished cello. I guess there, there would be if, if I failed to get all things in the right place. But uh, there are still some adjustments to be done to get all the, the gluing uh, the, the connections between the neck, the fingerboard and the body of this cello to get all those lined up uh, yeah that's what I've been doing this, on the cello so far not really not really interesting yet until we uh, assemble those two parts and try to put strings on it uh, yeah i'll be back with more reports about that now it's time to make the the turn into the uh, winded area, so I'll I'll say bye bye again if we if I don't get the chance to to record some more. Okay, see you. Bye. A galloping horse uh, coming in on the on the path, or oh, two actually. I'll, uh, I'll walk for a little bit, not to, to scare them. would hate it if I scared them so the people riding fell off or something happened. And I know horses are often a little bit uh, on the edge on a windy day. I hold on to my hat so I won't lose, lose that in the wind. That could be scary for a horse, I guess yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. hey so oh, they slowed down when when we met on the on the path so everyone's fine. I grew up on a farm, and we had horses for a uh, some years when I was around uh, 12, 15, something like that. So I've been riding. I've been competing a little bit. Uh, Just a few competitions. Uh, I don't know what that's called when horses jump over uh, fence-like. Built up things, uh, never won anything, but it was quite fun. Uh, oh, the wind isn't isn't very fun though today. Uh, hey, hey! Met a biker there and. been noticing when many podcasts recorded in the UK and the US uh, when the podcaster is running meeting people that most people that you meet uh, say hi or good morning or whatever <laughs> in Sweden That is not, (laughs) apparently not what you do, I usually do, but I don't think I've ever met someone when running that had said hi to me before I had said hi, Uh, which is kind of boring I guess maybe Swedish runners aren't as social as runners in other countries I don't know There's a crow in front of me flying in the strong wind managing the wind much better than I do. I was adjusting my run and my body to (laughs) to deal with the wind, and suddenly I entered a spot, a sheltered spot with no wind, and I almost fell over. yeah. Oh, it's time for a walk break, oh great. Oh, I just entered some trees and further on a few houses. So there will be Ah, ah, Less wind here I hope because that's uh, really took four and then running on an old an old uh, used to be a rail railroad it's now a bike or and or Walking path, and it's almost completely flat and almost completely straight ahead, not many turns for uh, two miles, three miles maybe no not not that much, but a little, a little over two miles, I think, so I was running, the wind came in from the. From my left side, <laughs> so I was running, leaning into the wind. That's probably not a good, uh, a good running style. But uh, <laughs> if you don't compensate for the wind, you'll be blown off the path, especially if you're as lightweight as I am. Oh, it's a really nice afternoon. The sun isn't very high, but it's bright and makes the yellow leaves uh, even yellower and some of them are uh, snowing down in the wind. Uh, it's really beautiful. Some areas of the path is nice and soft even though it's paved. It's soft with with fallen leaves. Might be a bit slippery I guess, especially if they're wet, okay, so it seems I have a little bit of shelter from the wind here. <laughs> I've been struggling with a headwind for the last couple of kilometers. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's good exercise, I guess. Uh, Yeah, so I will have some more windy areas coming up before I'm home, but I thought I'll take the opportunity here to wrap this up. it's been a, it's been a good run. I really enjoyed it, despite the wind and uh, the weather is absolutely perfect it 's a beautiful autumn afternoon we've, we've been lucky with the autumn weather so far it's uh, 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 Is it a week left of October and uh, it could have been so much worse this time of year? We've been very lucky. It's been running has been easy and a lot of fun. Uh, I am Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm in pretty good shape, and I'm confident that I would be able to pull off the, the races coming up in in a month or six weeks or whatever. What can it be? Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that and hope to meet. Some of you, hopefully, uh, until we talk again or maybe even meet in person. I hope you have a great uh, fall or spring if you're on the southern hemisphere. Uh, yeah, take care, everyone. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye bye. Show notes for this episode can be found at runningthenarrowpath.blogspot.com. If you want to get in touch, send an email to krister.wson at gmail.com or post a comment on the show notes site. On Daily Mile, I'm Krister W. And on Twitter, I'm RTMP. The intro music for this podcast is Lost My Way by Matthew Abel. Information about the artist and his music is available at www.matthewabel.com. Thank you for listening.